No, man, that's wild. <laughs> Damn, man. when did I talk about each other then? Man, <laughs> it's years, dude. I can't even remember. Like, it, I think we was hanging out with Skaggs the last time I saw you. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah that was, it was, yeah. No, I mean, I, I ran into your dad randomly. Uh, yeah. Often, like, I think that was the last time um, we met. Uh, I, we talked, but yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. I mean, you get down to Austin more often, man. Uh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing my thing out here in Dallas, man. But uh, yeah. welcome, man. Uh, thank you so much for, you know, taking the time out of your day to come speak to my apprentices, man. You can kind of uh, give give my students a little bit of a background, you know, update, and it will just kind of kick right cool. and get started, man. Awesome. Well, that's perfect. Well, actually, before, uh, right when I got out of college, I took the first job I possibly could get. Mm -hmm. So I was a construction project manager for six years. So um, I was doing retail construction all across the country, building Walmarts and Home Depots mm -hmm. and just traveling all over the place. Uh, it was not for me. Uh, I did enjoy the work. I did learn a lot. I learned a lot about what it takes to be an effective manager and how to work well under pressure. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I, I ultimately wasn't fulfilled and I was considering going back to school to become an architect. Mm -hmm. And through that journey, I was doing this like kind of like design exploration about like, what do I really want to do? And I was like, do I want to get my master's in architecture or do I want and stay in construction or do I want to learn more about design? So my last construction project, is the, the irony and how this all lines up is crazy, yeah. uh, was Walmart online grocery pickup. Okay. <laughs> and we thought that all of us thought the project was so dumb. Uh, mm -hmm. that nobody was going to use the online grocery pickup app or drive to the store and physically park in a parking lot and have their groceries delivered to their car. You know, mm -hmm. three years later, uh, everybody's yeah. ordering the groceries. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was the, the irony is like crazy. Um, so through that, like creating that physical space where we were actually building, you know, places and creating the infrastructure where people could pick up their groceries in person, but order online, it was this intersection where I started learning about digital design mm -hmm. and how somebody built an app that required us to build a space. Mm -hmm. um, so I started getting kind of curious. Um, I met some designers in, in Austin that were doing like kind of like digital architecture or UX design. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how it all started for me. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, oh, through that, like I went to General Assembly at the time. I did a boot camp similar to what you guys are doing. Mm -hmm. um, I got, I got through that. I like learned about digital architecture, UX design. I did a boot camp, and the first person who hit me up literally a month after my boot camp was Home Depot. Yeah, I used to build Home Depot, so I right. went from building, you know, the actual physical space of a Home Depot to designing the websites of a Home Depot. So I, my pitch was, I I used to build uh, buildings, now I build user experiences. Mm -hmm. That was my one liner. Whenever anybody asked me, like, how did you make the switch? That's what I would say is like, I'm still a builder. I'm just building diff something different. Yeah. Um, I was at Home Depot. I was on a UX design home, at team at Home Depot. And then I got recruited to join the e-commerce team at Under Armour. Got you. Um, and I've been at Under Armour for the past year. So that's like a quick and dirty. I didn't want to take you guys up, bore you guys yeah. with like my journey. But I just want to explain like how I went from construction to design. And I don't, I don't regret it at all. Got you, man. So you, right you, I remember it was a few years ago, dude. I, it was a few years ago. I was at RealPage at the time. 
And I got a call. It was from you. And you were like, hey, uh, hey, Swain, what's uh, what's like this UX shit, dude? Like, I'm thinking, <laughs> about, getting, <laughs> I'm thinking about getting into it. And I was like, oh, man, that's the best decision of my life. And so yeah. we had talked about it. I'll never forget. And I think it was maybe it was like two weeks later. I had just started um, UXD Academy and you had been enrolled into General Assembly. Right. And so like I was, cause you know, I, you know, when you're creating a company, you got to do, you know, market analysis and all that shit. So you're looking at your competitors and of course they're one of them, but I looked in at the price point that they had for like the fully immersive nine to five one. I was like 13 K. I was like, Ooh, shit. But then I remember you told me you now correct me if I'm wrong. You took, you paid that price, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, I, I, I paid, I think 13 five. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It came out to 15 came out to 15 okay okay what interest uh, rates rate 10 percent ah uh, i see what you're saying okay so yeah. what um what made you decide to go that route because i know they have like three options they have like a part-time one and then like of course yeah hindsight's 2020 like maybe i wouldn't have done that um mm-hmm. but i think at the time i think it was a mixture of like i knew people in austin had done the program mm-hmm. so i was like yeah and they had all ended up at IBM and like other companies. So like, I knew that if I took that L, that long-term, that it wouldn't yeah. be like that detrimental and that I could pay it back based off right. the salaries that this career warrants. Right. So um, I thought that like, that's why I like mitigated the risk. I like talked to all the people and all the players mm-hmm. and I, and it was the right decision, but this uh, hindsight, it, you know, maybe I do the part-time course for 4k, gotcha. you know, yeah. <laughs> fun with Everett. And take the class of you, you know? Yeah, like, uh, I was so, I was pissed, too. I was pissed. I was like, fuck, I could have got Greg in there, but, because we were, we were charging significantly lower than that. But, yeah, ultimately, we're in the same place. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that's really all that matters, man. Um, again, guys, feel free to jump in anytime. Um, but, that's amazing, dude. Thanks. It's been a journey, brother. And I, thank you for your help. Uh, I know you, I, we talked like an hour that day, just like, yeah. I was like, what am I doing? And is this the right thing? You're like, it's worth it. Mm-hmm. It's worth it. Like your experience isn't like one-to-one applicable, but you do have like the tangential, like tangential skills that are like would make you a designer one day. I appreciate right. that. Right. I ain't no problem, dude. I'm just trying to, trying to help people. That's all I'm doing at the end of the day. Uh, Courtney, I'm going to jump to you because you're always, you always got a question for somebody. So I want you to go ahead and kick us off if you can. Damn, that's pressure, man. Why you do that? Hey, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I got a question. I was reviewing videos and stuff. You always got one. So I'm like, Courtney got one for me. She got one. <laughs> no, um, so you talked a lot about your journey and, you know, what you're currently doing. But I always like to ask, even on all these calls, my, my top question is always, like, are you happy with what you chose? Just because I, I'm always going to start off with that because, to me, happiness is, is always the point to being happy mm-hmm. with what you're doing. So are you happy with what you're doing right now? And I if you think- are, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Okay, right. cool. So luckily for me, like, uh, I ended up at Home Depot and Bolt- um, in Home Depot and Under Armour. So I was shocked to see how diverse it was. Mm-hmm. Like, not only do I love my work, but I love the people I work with. So Home Depot is based in Atlanta. So there's lots of diversity. Mm-hmm. But Under Armour, based in Baltimore, again, diversity. Um, that's something that I need around me. I don't like not being around it. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like being in a space where I feel safe and not only do I feel safe, but I feel respected and like my, 
people respect my intelligence and they take my opinion seriously. Mm. It is the best decision I ever made. I was always a designer. I was just like, didn't know it. Um, unlike Everett, who's, who knew it from the beginning. Uh, it took me a little longer to get there. Um, and I still love architecture. I think I would have been a great architect. Mm-hmm. I just unfortunately like didn't want to go to five years more of school and out yeah. there be getting out of school now and be a junior architect at best. Yeah. So like, yeah, no regrets at all. Super happy. And there's no better feeling than knowing that you're doing what you love yeah. and you're getting paid for it. So let me tell yeah. you guys on the other side, once you get this bread and <laughs> you're like, you're working on cool shit. Like for example, I got to work on Steph Curry's like website. It's coming out in the future. Oh, like man. When you're working with like on Steph Curry shit and you're like working with his logo and talking to his team, you're like, or you're, you know, shit. yeah, like you're like, Curry has his own font, you know, yeah. it's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, you're like, I never thought in my wildest dreams I'd be working on Steph Curry's website. And yeah, like, yeah. you know, or like, I'll be in the shoe factory, you know, like looking at how shoes are getting built and cussed, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, it, it, it excelled my wildest dreams, and I'm so happy at Under Armour. And I can't tell you guys, once you get here and get this bread, and you're doing what you love, it's the best feeling in the world. Man. What, what challenges do you feel like you were running into, like, in your journey, like, into, like, UX and designing and stuff? Oh, wait, wait before you go with that, you yeah. mentioned that, see, now, Ev, now you got me going. Hey, it's so, fine. <laughs> but, no, it was just funny because you mentioned that you wanted to go into architecture. And I, I look at, I personally look at UX as a form of architecture. Like, I feel like yeah. you're still kind of doing that, essentially. Mm-hmm. So you kind of, like, got the best of both worlds. But, um, yeah. but yeah, go Absolutely. ahead. No, absolutely. Uh, you hit it on the nail. Like we have information architecture. We have like the architecture of the site and the layout and design of the site. So you're absolutely right. It's very, it's very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the hardest stuff I faced was like externally. I don't, and I know this is going to get personal, but like a lot of people who didn't believe in my walk. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are probably in here like... Can you elaborate on that? Like they didn't believe in you as a, as a black male. They didn't believe in or you Or just as in like friends, uh, friends and family, like they don't know what oh, UX design is. Yeah. They're like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, yeah. you know, if I said developer, like I was going to go be a developer, like I had some people that I thought were in my corner that weren't. Um, mm-hmm. I also ran out of money. Uh, mm-hmm. Like a, a month or... Like I was driving for Lyft. I'm going to be straight mm-hmm. up honest with y'all. Yeah. And, uh, it was like the most humbling experience of my life because I used to be a project manager and I was making all this money and I used to be a boss. Mm-hmm. Now I'm driving for Lyft and you know, uh, not, nothing wrong with driving for Lyft, but a lot of people were like, stop believing in me that yeah. I thought would like yeah. have my back 100, but they didn't know what design entails and how much it pays. And you know, there might be people in your life and your circle right now that are doubting your walk and doubting your abilities. And I just say, mute those haters turn those, like ignore those phone calls and those text messages and just put those blinders on because once you get to the other side, they mm-hmm. are, now they're like, oh, wow, you know? Yeah. Um, that was one of the hardest parts about switching careers is when people lost faith in me that I thought wow. that were really in my corner. Wow. And running out of money. Um, I took a job at Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. At, I got hired at Whole Foods to be a stalker. Yeah. Uh, I like to stock groceries at night. Uh, it was like $13 an hour and... Um, I work for Whole Foods for 30 minutes. <laughs> I have a paycheck for 30 minutes of work at Whole Foods. I went to the orientation and I walked out and said, 
no, I'm going to be a fucking designer. Uh, yeah. And uh, I had to believe in myself because those people were getting to me and I almost gave up. So like, I would say no matter who's around you with the pessimism and the negativity, block them out. Because once you get there, you could be working on Steph Curry's site in less than a year. So Ooh. like, block all those haters out. Ooh. That's some powerful shit, dude. That's crazy. Yeah, that reminds me, you know, what's fun, like, I'm going to go way back, but you're right, though, man, because I never forget, like, it was like my senior year in high school, and, um, you know, like, all my life, I was told I was ever going to be the lawyer, right? Because I, I had a mouth, and I could, I could talk. <laughs> so I spoke to a few lawyers in high school, and uh, I actually spoke, um, my, it was my high school economy teacher he had two older brothers who were lawyers and I asked him cause he had, he used to talk about his brothers all the time. I was like, Hey, how do they like their job? And he was like, they both told me they hate it. They don't have a life. And they were just talking me through it. I'm like, man, I don't want that shit. So right. I took a aptitude test and it said I was equally analytical as I was creative and graphic design should be the, the choice. Right? So yeah. then I told my mom, that's what I was going to do. Boy, she didn't speak to me for two days. <laughs> But it's like now Damn. you can't get her to stop bragging about what the hell I do. Oh, every, oh yeah, yeah. He 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 makes apps. Yeah, he he does that. Yeah, the website big time. So it's like you're absolutely right, dude. Like you have to be confident in your decision, but see it through because I have never seen an, a, a profession that pays off so quickly, dude. Like I just never. The hard work that you do, yes, it's hard, but. It's such a short, it's very short lived and you can pay that shit back so quickly, dude. Facts. 100% facts. Like I, I, I'll be fully transparent with y'all. I had over $10,000 in credit card debt. Mm -hmm. I paid it off in one year. Wow. Damn. See? Like Hell it's yeah. worth, the journey is worth it. It's shitty during, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to be fully transparent. Just like I was fully transparent with my debt. Uh, I'm still paying off that 15K student loan, but I'm getting there. Um, but the, I'm making enough salary where I can put $500,000 payments towards this stuff. Yep. Uh, no problem. And I, it, the journey, the journey is so worth it. And you guys are going to be so happy when you're on the other side. Before I'm going to interject really quick. One question before I let you guys jump in some more, you're being transparent. I very, I very appreciate that. Would you mind letting the students know like what your, your salary was in your first job? My first salary at my first job at Home Depot was $96,000 a year. Wow. Jesus. Didn't you starting out? Yeah, damn. Shit. Yeah. I started <laughs> at first, they like out? tested me out. They're like, we're going to put you on a three month kind of like an apprentice program. Home Depot is a great company, by the way. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to put you on an apprentice program um, and just test you out. And then afterwards, they, they bumped me up to 96 after three months. Damn. And the thing about Home Depot that nobody knows is they got bread, bread, bread. Like yeah. they have yeah. construction. Yeah. They have bleeding okay. money. Like they just will, uh, they have so much money they don't know what to do with it. So yeah. they have a, a, a general assembly inside of the company. Really? So if you want to become a data scientist, mm -hmm. you would get paid whatever salary you're making mm -hmm. and go into this 15 week boot camp internally. Mm -hmm. And then after you get out, have a guaranteed job as a data scientist in a data scientist department. Wow. wow. That's wild. Like, Home Depot has that kind Wait, of money. What? So, okay, I'm sorry. Shit. So, they'll hire, they'll hire you on, and then you get taught, and then you get the job? Mm -hmm. like, yes. So, wow. so, I was an apprentice for uh, three months, and then, then I got bumped up. Yeah. 
So I, I honestly, I love Under Armour. It's great. It's a great company. It's nowhere near Home Depot. We don't have that kind of money. We don't have those kind of resources. I do love the projects I'm working on, but mm -hmm. Home Depot just like they got so much of this. Yes. You know, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't I could doubt it. Got bread, but I would never have thought that they're like really building their employees like that. Like not only that, that's so smart though. That and the diversity, like I just loved what? it. Like I, on and like the only thing I hate about it was the work. There was two hundred designers. Mm. Oh. So like, oh, I get to change the buttons. Like yeah, like I get to. I get to uh, work on this one section of this one screen. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, that's gonna get real boring real fast. Yeah, it definitely gets. You know, you gotta outweigh the pros and cons. Actually, I just read an article about that. It was like being a, a designer at a startup versus like a big company, and that you hit it right there. It's like, hey, for a big company, yeah, you got the name. However, you might be working on this little thing, and you can get bored very easily. However, it's good on your resume, though. Right. Yeah. Facts. Um, 100% agree with you uh, on that. And like, guys, once you get in, the, the jobs are a flood. It's a flood. My inbox on LinkedIn is always going off. Mm -hmm. So, like, just don't, just keep grinding and don't give up. It's that simple. Like, I, I don't want to talk and talk and talk. Like, literally, you guys are doing the right thing. Just believe in yourself. What type of portfolio? um advice can you give like do you have like specific things in your portfolio that like helped you with interviews or you know like do you have like any advice in that area i'm so happy you brought that up get their eyes off your portfolio i can find fault in any portfolio and someone can find fault in mine mine's not perfect we can look at it here in a second i hate it i want to change everything about it I haven't updated it in two years since i've got a job mm -hmm. so like i can show you my portfolio uh it's average at best like what I can do now, but um, my, my recommendation is to anybody, anybody that we've hired at Under Armour since I've joined, and I, I think we've hired three designers now, mm -hmm. they all brought decks. Like, like literally, you can have a beautiful PowerPoint and people will forget that your portfolio sucked. Mm -hmm. And not only that, your beautiful PowerPoint or your deck, um, it, it's gonna be a reflection of your work, it's on your portfolio, but oh. you've like, You've, you've created, like you've taken their eyes off your website and now you have this deck that you know like the back of your head. So when you're presenting, you're interviewing, you're like cooking through this deck uh, instead of a portfolio, which I've done the opposite where I had my portfolio and I was trying to scroll and the yeah. web crashed yeah. or like yeah. my computer died or like, you know, build this <laughs> bulletproof deck that you just, it's like, you know, when you write an essay, you can really talk about it because you really know it. Or yeah. if you read a book, after you finish reading the book, you can like really passionately talk about it. Yeah. Same thing about a presentation. Build a presentation um, that you know is bulletproof and get their eyes off your website. Even if your website's great, that's just going to get you to the door. They're going to want to know your presentational skills. They're going to want to see your soft skills. And yeah. having a deck is going to help improve your odds of getting a job. 100% um, of the people we hired, I think sometimes just came down to the deck. Some people come in, I don't need a deck, I'm, I'm a designer. Mm -hmm. like, like my portfolio um, and some people are like no i i took the extra step and built this presentation for you because i really want to work here and not only that i can speak to it confidently because i really know my my material that's an amazing perspective dude i actually just okay. i just read an article the other day actually no it wasn't an article it was a report from um from envision actually and it was a uh it was a 2019 talent report 
And they were talking about how now a lot of the larger companies are starting to not necessarily like move away from the, from the portfolio, but if you can bring in um, like an actual working prototype or of some sort that, that is, that's looked on as more impressive than having that static website like that. So Combining that with your deck idea, that's amazing, dude. It's a really good perspective. So what I what I did, like I'm gonna just I'm gonna give you all the secret cards that I played. I use Figma. So what I like about Figma is I did it a 16 by nine, kind of like a it, it, so it was the shape of a PowerPoint. Mm-hmm. And so as I was clicking through the, the presentation, then it went right into an interactive prototype. Yeah. Okay. And they were like, whoa, like we're I thought we were on a deck, and I'm like, no, no. I, I built this in Figma. I built a prototype slash deck. And they were like, I don't think I needed to talk anymore. I think I got to right. just, like, and now I want this much money. You know, like, right, right. Uh, they, I, 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 it was a mic drop because they're like, damn, I thought that was a deck. I mean, the deck the whole time, it really was showing me a prototype and yeah. showing that now can you talk to it, you can physically build it and prove it. Right, so, right. That's, I mean, that's right. That's a hell of a that's a hell of a gem, dude. It really is. And I don't think people are are speaking on that. So that's that's really good advice, man. Guys, build a deck, please. It takes an hour and you know, make it look nice. There's so many templates out there. You know, mm-hmm. even if you're if you're nervous about keynote or PowerPoint, like just make it really nice. Get some of those phones and put your screens inside the phone. Right. Like put in the extra effort because a lot of this is pres- presenting. Yeah, like I've seen amazing research. Amazing. I'm talking about these people spent months diving into what our customer wants. But when they get in front of everybody, they're like, and according to my calculations, and, and the whole room falls asleep. Yeah, yeah. And we, don't, and we don't do any of that awesome work that we should have done because they didn't have the presentational skills. Exactly. 100% true, man. I've seen that. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Courtney. Sorry, my computer is lagging too. So, um, okay. It, just in case I do talk over, I'm not doing it on purpose. My computer is lagging. Yeah, no worries. But no, I was just going to comment and say, I think it's very interesting because a lot of the other speakers that we talked to have really like placed a lot of emphasis on portfolios mm-hmm. versus your perspective of just kind of like really focused on the deck. So it's, it's, it's good to have like all these different perspectives. And so I can kind of make my own and combine and all that. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I, I agree with you. I, I do think that I, I envision myself at an interview for UX and I believe that it's going to be primarily me talking and presenting my work more than anything. And then, you know, trying to get engaged for my personality and get, get engaged for my speaking skills. Um, because I feel like the design, the design is going to be the proof is in the pudding. Like you can clearly see that I know how to design, but what can you present this? Like, how do you communicate this data? And also to piggyback on that too, though, Courtney, which, what helps you with the presentation skills? Uh, because I could cheat a portfolio, right? I could cheat that. I, 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 I can copy and paste some shit and I didn't do it. But if you're able to present, talk through it, talk through every design decision that you made, every rationale that you made, that allows me to see, okay, that you're not, you're not a fraud. You know what you're talking about. And right. work a room and get everybody to pay attention and understand what you, your message that you're giving. Right. Absolutely. And we, we all know, like we're designers, we build, build portfolios. So we all knew, we all know we use a template. Like, right. <laughs> like, so like, 
uh, any designer, like anytime I talk to a designer, it's like, oh, the portfolio. And I'm like, man, I want someone's going to work their ass off as a good fit. Right. Like, I don't, yeah, I've seen some, I've seen some people with stellar portfolios and come in and they have the shittiest personalities. Like, right. and they're already a no. Portfolio is right. going to open the door. It's not going to get you the job. Right. So I think right. the people who spoke earlier, they're right. You need a nice portfolio, but you just need one that's nice enough to get you interviews. Right. Like if you, we can look at mine right now. I hate it. But uh, once you're in the industry, it's like also somebody that's always updating their portfolio. That's also a red flag. Like, is that person going to jump is jumping ship too much? Mm -hmm. Is that person like all like, it's like somebody with a nice Instagram, but you meet them in a relationship shit. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, we, we also know that sometimes portfolios can be fake. We're not, we're, we, we've been in the game for a while. And we know that. Yeah. Yeah. Appearances aren't everything what it seems. What would you say, what are some of your strengths as a designer that you feel like you've been hounding on? Like, you know, what are things that you've been like, you know what, I'm, I'm strong in this area. Um, yeah. or I'm not strong in this area and I would like to work on that. So uh, obviously visual design, right? Like I don't have a graphic design background. I don't know everything about typography and color theory and uh, like that's just comes with time. So it's funny, I, I, I got out and I was doing a lot of research at Home Depot. Mm -hmm. uh, I was more of a researcher role, building user personas, service blueprints, um, journey mapping, you know, doing a lot of qualitative and quantitative research. Um, and I, I, what made me strong at that is because in construction, we have this thing called due diligence. Mm -hmm. So what you do as construction project managers, you do your due diligence. You, you are researching everything about the city, the permitting, the, the, the ground. The, mm -hmm. we, we, we do geo tests, geolocation tests, mm -hmm. finding out what the soil is. Is it sand? Is it, is it bedrock? What is it? Like, what, how are we going to build what we need to build? Right. How are we going to get the permits? Who do, you know, what do we need to do? Mm -hmm. uh, what are the inspections that are required? And sometimes it takes months before we can even start a project. Mm -hmm. So I was already natural at doing like research and speaking business. Mm -hmm. And that's where I outshine a lot of designers. Mm -hmm. I can go into the room with a lot of product managers and people who think business minded and I can crush it and say, we need to do this because uh, it's going to, it's going to decrease the bounce rate by X rate. We need to do this because financially uh, there's an opportunity for us to make this much in revenue. And that our AOV is going to increase by 2%, our average order volume, um, value, sorry. Mm -hmm. Like I can speak this, like these metrics and businesses looking at me and they're like, you know what? He's right. We're doing it. Exactly. Um, and I got, I get that from my business background and that being able to work a room is also being able to speak the language of the people in the room. Mm -hmm. Oh, really no, I can, I can, I can sense your passion. So I can already sense like how you are going <laughs> to like, you're already like, look, y'all, we're going to do this. So I can already, I already <laughs> feel it. I already, I would be in there like, yeah, what do you say? That's me 100. So yeah, that's uh, always been Greg. <laughs> great energy. I respond well to that energy. So I love it. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Some, some, some people don't. So guys, I can, I, I've also had a couple of these. So no they say the claws no laws baby hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, it, um yeah man well I'm, I'm any like hit me with anything guys it doesn't even have to be work related it could be personal hit me with don't don't be i'm not i'll tell you truthfully whatever you want to know so let me ask what you, don't you like about oh you got you got it uh, yeah you got it yeah where are you at uh, what don't you like about UX? Gosh, that's a hard question because there's really not much I don't like. Mm -hmm. I, 
I don't like some of the, my fellow designers uh, because there are some that went to like these fancy ass design schools, you know, and you're going to be dealing with this too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they went to Rizzi, they went to SCAD, they went to Pratt, they went to Carnegie Mellon, mm-hmm. you know, these like fancy ass schools. They have these fancy desk degrees. They're cool as fuck. Mm-hmm. They like, and sometimes I don't relate to that because there's like no humility there. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I don't, I don't relate to some of the designers who like talk down to people or who think they're too cool for school. Uh, I, I work with construction guys who will work day and night for me and, you know, in the snow. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I resonate with those people a little bit more. Yeah. And there are some pretentious designers that you're going to work with. You're going to like, oh, you went to a boot camp, you know, you're going to yeah. deal with some of those people. And sometimes I struggle um, and just got to, you know, check my passion. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, this person, yes, is, has, has the bachelor's degree from this accredited design school. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't make them a harder worker than me. Um, right. And, you know, right. just stay humble and like dealing with people that aren't humble because a lot of designers aren't. Just heads up. Yeah. yeah, you're 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 definitely right on that regard. I've, fortunately, I haven't run across too many. I have run across some. Yeah. Um, but I've noticed, though, that you're exactly right. No one works harder than anybody who went to a boot camp or was self-taught you know, in that regard, like nobody works harder than, the, than those people. And I feel like that's what I've always tried to bring when it comes to this program. I'm not trying to throw a bunch of jargon down your throat because look, I read the same books you read too, but right. I want to make it relatable Absolutely. for people who have no fucking idea what this is. Cause I can tell you, I found you by accident. So I don't want that to be an accident. I want people to know what it is. So in order to do that, to bridge that gap, I have to speak in a language that they understand. 100. So I I completely agree with you there, man. Great question. And uh, just, you got to work on your magic. Because like, here's here's another hard one is developers, man. They're hard. (laughs) You mean like the software developers? Yeah. Yeah. They're hard. These guys and gals are smart as shit. Like some of them, <laughs> MIT, you know, they're like data science wizards and like, you have to be smarter than them. Mm-hmm. Design, design's gotten to a point, at least at Under Armour and Home Depot, where we are at the head of the table. Mm-hmm. And everybody's looking to us because they're like, they know the, some of them have seen like a product just completely transform. Mm-hmm. And they know like, fuck, like these people can make our make or break our, our product and make it look beautiful or hideous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if they understand that, they're going to take your opinion very seriously. So they're going to look at you and be like, Greg or Everett, what should we do? Mm-hmm. Uh, so just, or Courtney or whatever, they're going to be like, you're going to have to be the smartest person in the room in some scenarios. And mm-hmm. these, just, just be ready to speak and present because you're going to be talking to some smart ass people. And so the better you get at presenting and selling your ideas now, the better you'll be. So Greg, did you come across any situations at um, Under Armour or Home Depot where UX, product design, whatever, because that's one of the things I hate is how there's so many fucking terms, it's all the same shit. But yeah, right. did you get any of the stereotypical, oh, they just make shit look pretty type of deal or type of vibe or because of the environment you and you didn't really experience that? I didn't, I got lucky. I haven't experienced too much of that. I did have like a, a very aggressive dev manager at uh, uh, Home Depot. 
Mm-hmm. And I could tell he didn't respect design that much. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, you win those people over by, like, especially people that think analytically, mm-hmm. by really having strong research. So I'd be like, and then being able to speak to it, being like, well, um, uh, I forget what his name was, but like, well, like whatever his name was, um, according to the analytics, like in the metrics that we see that users are clicking here and are, and are bouncing from this page at X number, at X rate. And mm-hmm. if we do this and then this, and then we'll be able to like, they, I need to speak to him analytically. Yeah. And then once you start learning how to like, again, speak the language of the people in your room, mm-hmm. um, being able to like, you'll be able to just look like, oh, I'm in a room full of devs. All right, cool. I'm going to speak more analytically uh, and focus more on the quant- quantitative metrics instead of the qualitative research. So mm-hmm. it's like, you got to gauge your audience. And, and if anybody's like, oh, you make things pretty, be like, I also make things money, right? Mm-hmm. And I can, yeah. I also yeah. make that money because like, you, you, you just saw what, after that last release that we did, mm-hmm. that conversion went up by 0.05%. So what I, that design recommendation that I told you, you thought was insignificant, was absolutely warranted. And then they just shut up. Exactly. And then you're at the head of the table and they want you to speak first. There you go. So you gotta like, you gotta earn that seat sometimes, but you do that with just really knowing your shit and uh, speaking the language of the people in the room. Gotcha. Cool. Question. Hidden. So how do you think Corona will affect the industry? I asked like, I think I've asked like everybody, every designer this, but everybody has like a different answer. So I'm just curious, like you're in a different like region and everything. Yeah. Um, so how do you no think doubt. COVID was impacted? No doubt. We're doing layoffs. We're mm. absolutely doing layoffs. Uh, I appreciate the bluntness. I appreciate the bluntness. Yeah, yeah. No doubt. Everybody's getting impacted right now. We are doing layoffs. Luckily, we are in tech. So tech is, uh, I'm, I'm, me specifically, I'm on e-commerce. So I'll just give you some numbers because I'm a numbers guy. Uh, that's the business project manager in me. Um, last quarter, we, uh, I, I was just a year to plan. Normally, e-commerce does about 10 to 15% of our revenue. Mm-hmm. Right now, we're doing 33%. Guess what? People got to shop online. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they can't go to stores. So, mm-hmm. um, so I, you might think, you know, I, I might be safe, you know, but could I get laid off tomorrow? Absolutely. But right now, like, we are making up a 30, 33% of the revenue of the company. So I doubt the e-com team will be too impacted. Right. But so we're absolutely going to do a, a layoff. Uh, we did layoffs already in May. We're doing a second round at the end, end of July. All right, so God forbid, let's say you get laid off. What's your what's your next step? Well, luckily, again, I'm gonna like I I said earlier, um, LinkedIn. I get off, hit up for jobs. I got hit up for a job at Wayfair this week. Mm. Uh, two weeks ago, uh, I got hit up for a job at T3. It's an agency in Austin. It's a design boutique. So mm. like, uh, it's work. It, it flex my network, uh, update my portfolio, and start applying for jobs uh, ASAP. Uh, reach out to Everett, reach out to people I know that know people in the industry who have power um, that could get me an interview or get me like, hey, his portfolio was an update, but this guy's lights out. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, I would just flex my network and I would just hit the ground hard. I would yeah, do exactly yeah. what you guys are doing right now. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Do you mind me asking what is your portfolio? Uh, it's just gregrecker.com. You want to, I can pull it up right now if you want. You want to see it? Let's, see. I, uh, let's yeah. do it. I'm sharing my, my screen. One second. Yeah, we couldn't even say yes or no. <laughs> do it. <laughs> what if I had another question, Greg? Okay, you know what? I don't know. Okay, actually, that. let's not do it. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm just late, man. I'm just late, man. I already know what you're going to be like. Hmm. 
I don't believe anything he was saying. Ever, right now. Ever, ever, if you want to share it, you can. And just share your screen. Uh, no, I got it for the audio. This is dope. Yeah, dude, this looks like really fucking cool. I actually hate it. So it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the way it always works? It's kind of like, fuck, I hate it. So let me do this shit like with Amazon and Walmart or these just um Amazon Amazon was a concept was a spec concept project. Walmart was my construction work where I actually was building it. So I actually incorporated uh tied in what I used to do into what I wanted to do. Oh, that's dope. That's dope. Well, you, you, know got what the you know what's funny? Everybody in my portfolio, like someone portfolio, go to my about me page. <laughs> they want to talk about my about me. Everybody has said, like, I love your about me. Every interview. Like, I read your about me and I want to hire you. <laughs> and it's what's like, what? Like, you know my work. <laughs> what's the dog's name? Oh, see, that's, that's exactly. My dog's name is Whiskey. Whiskey? What? Whiskey. Oh, that's the cool name. Well, so, wait, like, also, like, bring in your personality. Like, uh, people like, man, I read your about me and I wanted to work with you. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really think it's that great. It's like, just tells me, like, I'm a Spurs fan. Sorry, Dallas folks. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Swain. I know you're a diehard Lakers fan. Uh, it's good, bro. <laughs> it's good. I, I've, I've gotten over – Pop has won me over a lot. So, right? I, don't, I don't really I don't really face the whole Spurs-Lakers rivalry shit no more, man. It's bigger than Pop that. is an OG. Yeah, he yeah, is. Yeah. Eon, you have a <laughs> Yeah, uh, you, got, you have a password on your portfolio? Is this intentional? Yeah, it's intentional because my construction, uh, my construction work is confidential. Oh. Yeah, so, like, uh, there's certain things. You're going to run into that a lot. Mm-hmm. It's like you can't have certain things. Like, if I put Under Armour, especially Steph Curry, mm. if I put any of my Curry work on there and they saw it, they would be fucking livid. So, yeah. uh, and there's, okay. it, we sign NDAs. It's kind of common. Um, and also, if someone doesn't have something that you're like, you know, are you supposed to be showing that? Yeah. Uh, Especially because, like, I was working on Curry. They're not out yet. Yeah. Like, um, I I was working on like uh, like a like a <laughs> Eon ability. <laughs> hey, are you a US designer? Or are you a, a fucking shoe designer? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, well, Curry is. Uh, I I can't speak to it that much. I got um, Because of confidentiality, but Curry is getting a new logo. He has a new font. Oh, that's uh, dope. It looks dope. His his new logo is dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, his, the colors are amazing. The shoes are like new technology. He's completely he's completely made us change our whole staff. I don't. Right. I, I could get way more into it, but yeah, I got yeah. you. That's so, have, you have you met Steph? Uh huh. I have wish if I met Steph, I would, I would be like, I would have showed you that picture before I showed you my portfolio. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, E, pull up my IG real quick. <laughs> So, Greg, let me ask you this, man, because um, you had a your relatively short career at this point, but can mm-hmm. you can you speak to what your outlook is? What do you see for yourself, dude? Oh, that's a great question. So, um, my I'm becoming more of a visual designer by the day. Mm. Uh, I do a lot of visual design, and then what you learn, and I'm sure Swain's already Everett has already told you, uh, there are there are design systems now, and you don't have to build shit from scratch anymore. So sometimes you join a team and you have this robust design system. So it's more like stacking Legos correctly. Yeah. It's more, again, building things correctly. Um, And the more and more you do it, you'll be surprised. Like I was a researcher first and foremost. Mm -hmm. Now I do only visual design. Mm. 
So it's just like, you'd be surprised what your skills are uh, until you start doing them. Mm -hmm. So if you think you're a researcher now, you might be the, the lead visual designer on Steph Curry's site in less than a year. Yeah. Uh, so and just we're actually in the curriculum right now. We're uh, Mon uh, no Tuesday because we, we work uh, Tuesday and Thursday nights. We're actually about to um, we're about to start um, a design system. Um, they're going to rebuild. We're going we're gonna, to. Well, first, they're learning right now kind of how to like build components and shit from scratch. Um, right. But starting out with sketching first. Cool. And then, uh, once we go into sketch, understand like what the interaction, what happens here when you do this, you know, what are the rules for typically for a drop down, you know, those yeah. type of things. And then we go into building them and then they're also going to do client work as well. So I'm giving them, you know, kind of like the best of both worlds here. You can go, you know, work at an enterprise or yeah. you can, you know, work for yourself freelance. So right. they're going to be able to see both worlds there. That's that's a, honestly, you are getting a way better education than I did. I'm not, I'm not bullshitting you just because I'm friends with Everett. Like I would just get PowerPoints handed to me and I have to teach myself. Oh, wow. No cool happy hours like this. Yeah. You know, like it was it, like, honestly, I mean, I, I, I'm glad I made it. I'm surprised I did considering the program that I went through. So like, wow. like, so like the design system stuff, they didn't even touch that. But like, yeah, design systems, a lot of time, like, being able to implement a design system and use it correctly and uh, mock out things quickly, yeah. like that's going to make a great visual designer. Somebody can, if someone makes one beautiful screen, but they only need one screen in 10 hours compared yeah. to you, because you bootcamp people like me, we might do 20 screens in that end in one hour. Mm -hmm. And they're like, who do you think they want the lead visual designer to be? Exactly. Yeah. You know, and ours might not look perfect compared, but eventually our 20 is going to look as good as their one yeah because yeah. we're doing it we're we're the, you learn by doing and just like cranking this stuff out and the more and more screens you design the better you'll get um and you'll be you might surprise yourself you all three might be, be excellent visual designers so don't don't pigeonhole yourself just yet just learn as much as you can yeah i'm trying to redesign lebron logo shit <laughs> <laughs> yo i did never thought in my wildest dreams i'd be working on steph curry's site yeah, i'm that's shocked crazy. That's yeah that's like a talk about a blessing like yeah i was like when they said greg uh, we have something we want you to work on i was like are you sure you don't want to pull in a senior designer yeah <laughs> are you sure you know they're like no man we think you're the one and i'm like shit thank you i'm gonna no go back <laughs> Like, if you design his logo, you've got to meet him eventually, right? Like, what? No, I mean, well, I mean, I'm not designing his logo. I'm designing his site. So I, I, there are graphic designers who already built his logo. Yeah, they already got his logo done. Yeah, they're oh, just giving me the assets. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Yeah, they're giving me the assets and say, build a website. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So um, with that, if you don't, so I don't want you to get too in specifics of like what, um, you know, the actual project. But can you talk about your mindset or how you approach that situation? Like, how'd you approach uh, after that? After I freaked out for a couple yeah. of days, <laughs> after I had a heart attack, um, look, I know some designers that can, they can make a fucking amazing website. And so what you do is you, you, you get as many ideas out there. So like I had 20 screens of the same screen. Mm -hmm. It was just different. Like this button was black. This button's outlined. This picture, I changed the image out. And you get as many screens as you can in front of the best designers you know, mm -hmm. and you can crit. Mm -hmm. I will tell you the best designers love to get their stuff crit because the, like, 
it just makes your designs better. Um, and also like if you understand the value of criticism and like, like getting the best people to look at your work, like they're going to give you great feedback and your design is going to take off. Mm -hmm. So get criticism, get, we call it, I just call it crit for short, get as much crit as you can, especially as a beginner, because there's going to be stuff you don't even know. Like, mm -hmm. okay, on click of that button, what is supposed to happen here? Where's the hover state? What's the error state look like? Mm -hmm. What happens if somebody um, clicks this module here? What happens, like, people are going to think about stuff that you're not, a junior designer is not there yet. Mm -hmm. So, like, the way to make your designs better and to get there faster is by asking for crit. Mm -hmm. Zach, did you have any questions really quick? Um, okay, now I got one. Hit me. So, whenever... <sighs> So say right now, because like definitely with COVID and everything going on, I, I'm assuming that like, you're possibly working from home a yeah, lot. Yeah, right now. So how yeah. how do you how do you feel about that? Like how do you feel like now you're thriving more than you ever have, or is it you feel like it's holding you back a little bit, not getting really to be in person with people, you know, putting stuff on a whiteboard, things like that. Like how does how is it making you feel nowadays, and where do you think that's kind of going to go with the future? Actually, great question. So at first, like I was in a funk. I'm not gonna lie, it took a couple of weeks to get out of like into my groove again. Mm -hmm. um man you gotta wake up you gotta take a shower you gotta make the bed you gotta get you gotta get yourself productive off the jump or else you'll be in a funk all day and you'll get nothing done mm -hmm. it's that simple you gotta create some kind of routine i walk and get my coffee at eight in the morning i come back i already have an eight thirty meeting but you gotta get a regiment in place or you're not gonna be productive right right that's simple you gotta get a regiment in place you gotta move around like sometimes i'm working in my room sometimes I'm working in my living room like even just moving into a different room, your productivity can go up. So just okay. like, there's like all these little tricks to the trade. There's articles out there you can read, but mm -hmm. um, you definitely have to stay active and like get a regiment in place. Speak, okay. Speaking of books and articles, man, as you transitioned, um, were there any specific books that like really kind of turned the page for you? Or did you not rely on books at all and went more or less the network and learn by doing route? I went the learn by doing route and I, I was heavy in the medium game. Gotcha. Um, here's, here's something I, I'm going to give you all. I'm trying to give you all everything I know in this like last four minutes. Mm -hmm. Listen to the people and try to like, if, if you take anything from me as like, from, if you forget who I am in the next 30 minutes, that's fine. But like, if you, if you remember anything I said, it's like, learn how to sound like a designer. Yeah. You got it. Like, because you know, that's going to separate you from the pack of my interview, right? Networking isn't all about, you're going to, he's going to put my resume in front of certain so-and-so networking is like, even if you go to a coffee date and they, you hate that person, right? If they said something about information architecture or visual design, like, oh, that sounded really smart. You need to you need to sound you need to speak and sound like them and like that's one way to look at networking is like oh like after I meet with fifty people mm -hmm. fifty designers now I sound like one yeah like eventually the way they communicate will like you'll know what it takes to like sound confident about research or visual design mm -hmm. like take everything as a lesson not as a loss mm -hmm. and there's some coffee dates where I walked away I'm like man I just spent five dollars I didn't have mm -hmm. um, and that those hurt. But you know what? I was like, man, that guy or that person or that girl, she, she did, she made a, she made a really good call out about research mm -hmm. that I, that as a junior designer, I need to be saying these things mm -hmm. like yeah. take everything as a lesson. Don't take anything as a loss. So the last, okay. I'll close with that.
Man. Okay. Greg, I appreciate you so much, man. This is oh. really big. No, my, that's what I'm here for. And I, guys, hit me up on LinkedIn. I'm, I'm not. I do. I already sent the request. <laughs> <laughs> Respect. Uh, hit me up on LinkedIn, man. And if I don't respond immediately, stop me because I don't ever check LinkedIn. Um, so just hit me up on IG. If you, if you didn't get a response from me, like, like, if you have any questions, like, how can I sound more like a designer or tell Everett, like, I didn't hear a response from Greg. Shoot him a text. You know, mm -hmm. like, yeah. Honestly, like, keep on grinding, guys, and don't give up. Thanks, man. Really, really appreciate it, man.